And happy Lenten season. And uh, we have a, a time of preparation to, to grow in holiness ourselves and um, hopefully come closer to God, realizing our, our, our final destiny, what God has called us for, which is to be with him in heaven, to be with God in heaven. And so, I mean, there's so much in these readings. I can go into a lot of details and whatnot, and, um, you know, there wouldn't be enough time. But one of the things I wanted to do is just take a step back, get the big picture of, you know, this Lenten season as when we enter into this Lenten season, what is this all about? What is our life all about? Why do we come here? And why do we have the Lenten season? And um, so we, we and, and then the idea of um, the term in theology is salvation history. It's the idea that um, what is God's plan? What is God's plan for us? Right? So that's very important. And then how did God create us? And just take a step back as we look at this first reading. What was this fall all about? Because that's our first steps in humanity as we enter into our daily lives and struggle through our daily lives. You know, what's the big picture in that? And how is God planning salvation for each and every one of us? Right? So what is God's plan? Because if we don't understand where we came from, we're not going to understand where we're going or why we're going there. And why is God doing what he's doing? And so as we take a step back, we try to get something above a bigger idea, get the big picture. What is not just to get a bigger picture of our understanding, but of God's understanding. What does God see in all this? Right? Because we're not going to understand if we don't come from his perspective. We're just looking up at God, and we don't understand God's ways because we're going from the perspective from below and not from above. And so when we look at this in the book of Genesis and the fall of humanity, where everything started and everything started getting really messed up um, from, from, from the beginning, right? From our first parents. When we look at that perspective, um, what happens here in the privacy of Adam and Eve's sin? A private sin. Just the two of them were there. Just taking a fruit of a tree, that's it. And because of that, humanity is wounded. We have original sin. And so, what happens with original sin is not the way we would understand things, right? We think God is punishing us with original sin. So, like, we think God is just accusing us with original sin. You're bad. You're evil. I'm going to beat you down, and therefore, you can't have all this grace, and I'm just going to beat you down. That's what we think God is doing to us. That has nothing to do with original sin. Original sin is how sin wounds humanity. Sin does damage to our soul. And so we inherited a wounded nature 
in humanity. Sin wounds our nature. And so because of that, our intellect is wounded. We don't understand God's ways anymore. And so our passions get the best of us. And we sin against one another and we cause so much sin. We cause so much suffering in each other, in humanity. And so God sees the wounds that we are causing each other and the primary wound that damaged our souls, that gave us that predisposition towards sin, concupiscence. So now this is a very different way of looking at humanity, looking at our plight, because we cannot save ourselves. The only thing we can do to each other is hurt each other through our sins, and we do that very well. We prove it today over and over and over and over again. As good intention as we may be, we might have the greatest intentions to save others, to help others through our own thoughts, without God, with the rejection of God in his ways. But it won't happen. Sin wounds. And so we start to see the way God understands in his plan what we just celebrated a couple months ago, Christmas. God reveals his plan as he comes as a little baby. Not at all what we were expecting. What are we expecting? We're expecting the smackdown. Right? Save humanity. Give them the smackdown. Give them the enemy. Give them. Get them. You know? Have you ever known anybody to be healed by a smackdown? That's not my experience. Smackdown has never given anybody healing. It might keep people in line, people with evil intent. It might, it might train your children a little bit to, 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 you know, to not be bad, but there's no healing in it. You know? It's just folks on justice, but not love or mercy. And so God starts to reveal his plan of mercy as he comes as this little child. You start to see the character of God and who he is. What is he like? He came as a little baby. And unto his very death, he breathes his last breath, begging his father for mercy for us. And so he uses this mercy as a remedy to humanity, to heal broken humanity, to heal it of its sins and the suffering that our sins cause on each other. And we are responsible for that sin, too. We don't understand what we're doing. That's why he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He knows. He knows that we are ignorant in our ways. And so his plan for mercy to bring healing to humanity is so important. And to this very day, he comes to us right here in this Eucharist, so meek and humble, so little. 
If it's the character of who God is, of course he would offer himself in the Eucharist. Of course he would really be there, body, blood, soul, and divinity, so that we would enter into our very bodies and into our souls, renewing us and strengthening us, and that we would be renewed and becoming that holy, sacred temple of God. He gives us that grace of baptism, and he gives us that sacrament of healing and confession, that we ourselves would be healed, healed of our own sins that we cause others, healed of the sins that others have caused us, because this is the plight of humanity, sin. Sin produces death, and how the world is suffering because of the sin in this world. So God's plan is in his mercy. Mercy is the remedy to the healing of humanity. Only through mercy can God be saved, and it is only in the mercy of Jesus Christ, only in the mercy of God himself, not just man forgiving man seven times seven, but through the mercy of God, the infinite source of mercy, can humanity be saved. And so God calls us, as we are all baptized, to go out into the world to bring the mercy of God to others so that others may know because this dark world knows, as we know ourselves, as we ourselves need healing yet, that we need to bring that mercy out to others, that others may know him. Our God, as he truly is, love and mercy itself. God calls each of us. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. We're not done until we take our last breath. We're not done giving that mercy of God and leading others to adore him and his mercy, to praise his holy name, because he is so good. And God's plan of mercy now, sinners that we may be, is that we would be instruments of his mercy. We would be instruments of his healing for humanity. Because if we don't do it, who will? Who else has the sacraments? Who else has the graces that we have? This is the goodness of God, and this is God's plan for you, that you, in fact, would be a light to the world, that others, too, may praise God's name because of what you do for him. And that the church would renew the world, not through necessarily priests and deacons and religious, but through the faithful. It's the faithful that would transform the world. Your life is called to be holy. Your life is irreplaceable to God's plan. What an awesome gift that we have in Jesus that he would be willing to allow us to be the source of healing for souls in need. And I encourage you to do that, to not hide that love that God has given you. Don't hide that mercy that God has given you, but let that light shine before others to do not be afraid because to let your light shine means to make yourself vulnerable and then we shrink back. Don't allow that to happen. 
Let your light shine this Lent. Let it transform your life. Let it transform this community. Imagine if every Catholic throughout the world would do that. To bring that love and mercy, to bring God's plan to fulfillment because it is God's plan. What do we pray? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. What is the kingdom? It is where every tear is wiped away and nothing but joy and peace remains. It is where humanity is healed and made whole. That is our hope, and that hope is to be here in heaven. To be here in heaven now. That we all can experience the mercy of God. And we rejoice in that day. The day to see humanity made whole once again.